Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived. Tonight, we have the conclusion to a regular season. And we are coming to the playoffs. Let's roll. Good, my people. This is Rash in the morning. Tony, turn the beat down a bit. Thank you. And we're here. First things first, we have to cap off a regular season right. And let's have a moment of recognition for two legends who played their last games last night. The Flash, Dwayne Wade, Wade County. And then we had Dirk Nowitzki. Both dropping 30 in their last games. A major kudos to both. Both have been amazing players to watch. I was a Heat fan. And while I was big fans of Dwayne Wade coming out of Marquette. And then LeBron coming out of St. Vincent St. Mary High School in, in 03. So that was... Well, I was already into basketball, but that was when I really got into it. It was LeBron and D-Wade. And years later, ended up joining teams. Well, first, Dwayne Wade won a chip in 06. But then, in 2010, they joined teams. They joined forces. Only to lose to a really tall white guy and a bunch of guys on the Mavericks. Just kidding. Shout out Tyson Chandler. But for Dirk Nowitzki, he's always been a very great player. I remember my first remem- memories of Dirk Nowitzki when it was him and Steve Nash on the Dallas Mavericks. It was those two. They had Michael Finley. I think they had Jerry Stackhouse, Jason Terry. Yeah, these are names. These are these. Are, I'm going back a little bit, just a little bit, going back a little bit. But I knew Dirk was the truth. Is when he, I think he dropped 41 or 45 on my Thunder in 2010 to get to that final. And I think he made 21 free throws in a row. He just didn't, he was wilding. That whole series, he was wilding. And then when they hit the finals, nobody could hold him. Dirk was unstoppable. If you don't know anything about Dirk, all you gotta know is the word post fadeaway. That's all I'm going to say. Post fade away. Anyway, we have I have the playoff standings, even though they might have changed yesterday due to the last couple games being played. So let's go east. We have number one. Now fuck that. We do with this right. Let's begin the Eastern Conference. The Bucks, number one seed. Number two, the Raptors. Number three, the 76ers. Number four, Baston. Number five, Indiana. Number six, Brooklyn. 
At the seventh seed, we have the Orlando Magic, and at number eight, the Detroit Pistons. And the Hornets are on the cusp. I don't know where they are now. And now at the Western Conference, we have our defending NBA Finals Championship team with way too many superstars for my liking. The Golden State Warriors. Number two, we have the Denver Nuggets. Number three, the Houston Rockets. Four, Portland. Five, Utah. Six, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Number seven, we have the Spurs. And at eight, we have the LA Clippers. And now I'm here to present Rash's end of the season awards. Most viable player. I'm giving it to the Greek freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks. The runner-up, the beard. The great beard. Defensive player of the year, PG. 13, Paul George. Sixth man of the year. Who other than Lou Illville? Lou Will. Lou Williams from the Clippers. The young aspiring rookie of the year we have. Luke Doncic. Of the Dallas Mavericks. Most improved player? Me, I gotta go with D'Angelo Russell. A honorable mention though, Pascal Siakam from the Toronto Raptors. Speaking of the Raptors, Coach of the Year, I got Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse for Coach of the Year. Alright, that's enough of that. My voice cannot take doing that anymore. Anyway, you already know what it is. It's trash in the morning. Good evening. Good morning. Wherever you're listening from, what's popping? Anyway, we have fresh off the presses. Magic Johnson has stepped down as the Lakers' president of basketball, basketball operations, or is it just GM? Um, you know, to be honest, I'm not sure what his role actually was. I just know it was some something along those lines. Color me surprised? Not necessarily. I saw not. I, I didn't see it coming, but based on how the season went, I saw it coming. Not. I thought it was going to be more in the off season, not at the end of their final game. So that's a little, you know. That's here and there. I think Magic Johnson has a fair amount of responsibility to take for the state of the Lakers as much as they try to put it on LeBron, even though he just plays. Talk about it for a second. To be fair, LeBron got injured for like 20 games. Why does this matter? Because people, it's, it's because it's LeBron, and LeBron hasn't gotten injured in, I don't even know. He just doesn't get hurt. So for him to suddenly now miss 20 games, now, you know, this narrative is going to be pushed on him. 
It's not necessarily his fault the Lakers are kind of trash. Lonzo Ball has been hurt, to be fair. I think he's pretty decent, a solid player. But this is all not on him, by no means. So, during last year's offseason, they could have re-signed Julius Randle and Brooke Lopez. But you know, a certain Magic Johnson didn't feel the need to even try and re-sign him. Julius Randle? Okay, cool, whatever. Even though he had great numbers this year, but you know what? He's a power forward. Whatever, cool. But Brooke Lopez is having a renaissance year in three-point shooting. I think they should have resigned him, and not Contavious Caldwell Pope for sixteen million. Overall, things could have been handled a bit better. And I, how do I ask this question? Is my I feel like I predicted the demise of LeBron. It's his demise from the... Well, he was doomed in Cleveland, and now he's doomed in L.A. Because it seems like they're going to make the wrong choice. I can already tell they're making the wrong choice because they're trying to get Anthony Davis. Why are you trying to get Anthony Davis? Like, don't get me wrong. Anthony Davis is amazing, but... Bro, you need shooters. You need a, you need Paul George, really, but you y'all screwed that one up. If you ask Rash, the Lakers need Bradley Beal. Say it one more time. They need Bradley Beal because he is a top three shooting guard in the NBA. And he is exactly what they need. I mean, I realistically, they'll probably try and get Kyrie. But I don't know, dog. You got uh, look. I'm 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 not I'm no philosopher. I'm no analyst or whatever. I don't do analytics. All I know is LeBron got shot, got his lights shot the fuck out. The last few times he's been in the finals. <laughs> Your solution's kind of obvious. And another thing, LeBron should not be the first option. He needs to be a second option. You need a one. He would be an absolute, he would be an amazing two. He can't be the first choice. He can't be, like, he's got to, something's got to be adjusted. He, it, just, it won't work. You ever see that episode, that old episode of Spongebob? He won't work. It won't work. It just won't work, bruh. Call Rash crazy, but you'll be calling Rash right in a couple years. It's cool, though. My next, my next topic hits a little close home because I am a Thunder fan, but Russell Westbrook seems to get a whole lot of hate. All of a sudden, triple doubles don't matter anymore. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Yet nobody else can still get him as frequently. But you know, he gets triple doubles. Oh, he did this. He did that. It's just hate. It's just constant hate because he's great. And he has a fucking... I love his attitude. Russell Westbrook is my dog because he's a fucking dog attitude. And he gives it every fucking night. Say what you want about Russell Westbrook. Does LeBron give it to you every night? I can bet you right now he don't. Sorry. I know you don't want to hear this right now. But he don't. Don't cheat me because I bet you if I was sitting in the stands... I'd be pretty happy watching Russell Westbrook if I knew he was giving me 100% every night. <coughs> Excuse me. 
but it's alright though. To be totally fair, he has plenty to prove like a bunch of other teams. So now I want to go into the matchup section. I have to think of these off the top of my head, so give me a second. So the first matchup I have is Oklahoma City and Houston. Uh, they actually they just played last night. Houston was up for the majority of the game, and the Thunder made a late surge to come back and win behind another Russell Westbrook triple-double in a great performance from Paul George. Now, going into a seven-game series, I know this is going to be very, very tough. Because Don't get it twisted. The Rockets are great. Uh, P.J. Tucker is an unsung hero. He plays really good defense. Eric Gordon, too. He's a real pivotal part of the team. James Harden and Chris Paul, they are very threatening. But them boys in OKC, when they get hot, we on it, too. We on it. Paul George and Russ, if Russ defers more, I think we can win the series. Uh, guys just got to hit shots. Jeremy Grant, T. Ferg, those guys just got to hit shots. And you know what? If there was, if I could pick a team MVP for the season, it would be Dennis Schroeder. I really like what those guys brought to the team. And apparently my dog does too. Then we have the Golden State Warriors against the L.A. Clippers. Hold on, I don't think you heard me. I said the Clippers. Yeah, okay. Word. Um, I think you know where I'm going with this. Don't get me wrong, the Clippers are a very good team, and they might be scary next year after coming off free agency, but whoever's the eighth seed, you're pretty much screwed. So, sorry, L.A., they got to go. 2-7, we have Nuggets and Spurs. Denver is a very good team. However, they're inexperienced and having to go against this particular Spurs team. I'll take an upset. I got San Antonio beating Denver, the 2C, to advance. And I might be wrong, but I think if they advance and the Thunder advance, we would have to play the Spurs. Not exactly the matchup I want, but I guess we'll have to take it. Then we have the 4-5, Portland versus Utah. This is actually a... I think this is actually a really good matchup. I low-key want to watch these games. Now that I'm looking at them. Portland, uh, Dame Lil. Hopefully, CJ McCollum will be back at some point. I really, want, I really want to see those guys duel. It sucks that they lost Nurkic at the end of the season. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, the center for the Blazers. If you didn't know, he's pretty much he snapped his leg. In the looming games of the regular season, so they he will be gone. Very unfortunate, but uh, I'm gonna have to take Utah. I like Utah, I really like Donovan Mitchell. I like their coach. I like Joe Ingles, the 35 year old balding man who will get buckets on you. I I can respect the energy. I respect the energy. Then we have the East. We got Bucks Pistons. I'll try and speed this up. Bucks Pistons. We got the Bucks. 2-7, let's go Raptors. I think the Raptors could go all the way like every, like a couple other teams. 3-6, ooh, Sixers and Nets. Fuck it, I'm taking the Nets. Let's go for an upset. Let's go Brooklyn. 4-5, Celtics Pacers. 
Pacers are without their best player. I give advantage Celtics, but this would be the only easy, real, easy path they have. Because after this, they're gonna have to play real teams, and I think playoff Celtics will be fine. Regular, regular season Celtics have showed a bit of blunder, but if you ask me, I think they'll pick it up in playoffs. Final prediction: Who will be in the NBA Finals? Okay, let's take the obvious answer out. Let's if we t- if the war if the Warriors somehow lose, who do I think would go to the finals? Fuck it, OKC. OKC going to the finals, <laughs> and OKC will play the Celtics. I said what I said. OKC Celtics. Fuck it. This is rash in the morning. Oh wait, hold on. I have more subjects. So I've I've been I've been a little low gaming because at the end of the month there is only one game that matters. Mortal Kombat Eleven. It's the only game that matters. Yes, the casual tryhard will be making his return. You goddamn right. This is what we do. A new Mortal Kombat is finally here, and I'm finna throw these hands. In other fighting game news, uh, the other game I played, Dragon Ball Fighters, got a big patch uh, a week ago, I believe. So I've been, as of late, I've been playing a lot of Android 17 because he with the new character, and I'm just digging his whole fighting style. So I'll be using 17 a lot. I use I use Videl a lot. Just shout out Videl. Videl's a monster in Dragon Ball Fighters. Videl is a monster. But 17 got the speed. My nickname for him is Top Speed 17. Um, I wouldn't consider him top tier. He's like he went from like D to like B, B maybe B plus, which is a significant jump. But I feel like he's much more usable. And he, that motherfucker's fast. Now that I figured out, I think I figured out the actual meta behind, like, the, uh, the combos in Dragon Ball. And, yeah, he's a beast. Only other game I've been playing is Jump Force. You know, Jump Force is the anime mashup game for the PS4 and Xbox and PC and all that good stuff. With all your anime characters, like, Naruto, Luffy, uh, what's that guy's name... Uh, the guy with the hair, Deku. Uh, no, I'm I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I actually think it's a pretty solid game. I have a theory. I have a theory on Jump Force. Well, this is just for me. If I don't get spammed, I can't be beaten. What I mean by that is there's a bit of a problem where people can just spam assists. With their moves, and it's just, it's like, it's just silly. So, in the next batch, they need to change the time intervals between assists, or the cooldown time. Because that seems the only way people are able to beat me in that damn game. Uh, I try to keep it short, you know, we're about to go into the playoffs. Baseball has started, but you know we ain't about to really talk about that. <laughs> you would have just tur- you would have just turned it off right then and there. 
Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, but this is the pre-playoff episode. Just try to give you something quick. It's Rational Morning. I don't even have an ending fucking word. Fuck it. Actually, I do. You know, this is a podcast about sports, mostly football, I would say. And you're probably wondering, well, you know, there was a bit of news about, you know, Aaron Rodgers and, you know, Antonio Brown. And, oh, was there Odell Beck? No, no. But the main point is, is I'm minding my fucking business. And two, I don't care what people tweet about. Or what fake report people have to put out to try and slander, not just anybody, but my quarterback. One, I don't care. And two, the truth's going to come out anyway. So you can't, you can't take these things too literally. Aaron Rodgers' situation, not, not everything is as, is as true as it would appear. As far as A.B. taking shots at a young Juju Smith-Schuster, there's not really much to say. He just looks foolish. Foolish would be my word of the day. And now with that being said, I will conclude this episode. If you enjoyed this, but don't feel like hearing me ramble, you can pick up Reign of the Fallen, my second novel in the Storm series. Starring Zenrachi and Contessa from the first book. You can find this at Amazon or follow me at Grandmaster Rash on Instagram. For updates, tidbits, character bios, all of the above. I got a lot of stuff cooking. Stay tuned for my book and check me out. This is Rash. Avoid the bookings. <laughs>